You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess quickie podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ware, here with my lovely other half, Dr. Jess. Hey, hey, I can hear that you're smiling in your voice. I mean, I can see it, but... I'm glad that you can see me across the uh, desk here. I like the sound of it. I'm glad that you like me smiling. Yeah, well, I wanted to share some big news. We had sex yesterday. Boom, big news. With each other. (laughs) That was a key point. I had sex by myself. That's okay, too. That's cool, too. And, you know, it's not big news, but I have found that I'm not in the mood for sex lately because... Of my hair. No, (laughs) nothing to do with you. (laughs) I actually love being home with you and getting to admire you. You have your sleeves rolled up right now. Yeah, it's 1994. I've got my (laughs) sleeves rolled up. Uh, It's not about you. It's really just about my routine changing so significantly. And I think I'm one of those, like, I, you know, I have a nice lifestyle that's high adrenaline, very tiring. I'm overworked usually. And I love it. Like, I love waking up after almost no sleep and catching a flight and being excited to meet new people. I love the risk of my job. Every time you get on stage, you don't know if you're going to kill it or mess it up. And so everything's changed because we're working from home. And yeah, I don't find myself in the mood for sex. So I wanted to talk about how to get in the mood for sex when you're not in the mood for sex, but you want to be in the mood for sex. So to clarify, I'm not suggesting you should have sex when you're not in the mood unless you want to get yourself in the mood. And you've probably heard me talk before about sexual desire falling into two experiences, one being spontaneous and the other being responsive. So spontaneous sexual desire occurs when you've worked at home all day, (laughs) you've gone through the same routine, you've been wearing the same jogging pants and the same (laughs) shirt, and you've been hanging out with that same one person. Very relevant right now. Right? Then you watch some Netflix, and then spontaneously at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, I want the sex. Uh, I can't wait to do the sex. I'm going to get on top. I'm even going to write, you know? So that's spontaneous sexual desire. And for many people, that's not particularly realistic. However, we can always experience what we call, not always, but we have more opportunity to experience responsive sexual desire, meaning that it doesn't occur spontaneously, but if you do something to get yourself physically aroused, the mental or subjective part of it follows. So if you use a toy, or if you fantasize, or if you touch each other, if you start kissing, or if you think about the last time you had sex, or you watch porn, or you read a story, whatever it is that turns you on, you get turned on physically, and then the mind remembers, oh yeah, man, sex, I remember that thing, that feels really good. And so I've noticed that over the last few weeks since we've been home, we have put ourselves in the mood for sex. Uh, We haven't really talked about it, so I don't know if you're feeling the same thing, but it seems like you want to have sex, but it's it's a slower build right now. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about this in the past on this podcast. I don't have a lot of that spontaneous sex desire. And I think I am, I'm willing to admit that I'm not like I think a lot of men might admit to being, which is sex hungry all the time where it's like, I want sex 24-7. I enjoy having sex with you. It's a lot of fun. It's satisfying. But I also find that, that I have a That sounds like lot... a Yelp review. <laughs> I enjoyed the pizza. It, it was satisfying. It got a four of five, out of five. <laughs> no. But in all seriousness, I find I'm often thinking about a lot of other things. Uh, work, <laughs> uh, work, 
work, no, but, work and work. But I enjoy my work and I find that it, it's distracting and it's hard to just all of a sudden want it. And then to think about me wanting it and you wanting it at the same time and us both being in the mood. I mean, making those two ships you know, run parallel to each other and the stars align can be challenging. So I only think it's challenging if you're waiting for spontaneous desire. But that's what I mean. Like if you're both waiting for that spontaneity to happen at the exact same moment. So I I mean, I would agree. I think right now there isn't the same um, spontaneous sex happening here that there might have been before. Plus, you're also home a lot more. So maybe you're just seeing a whole lot, lot of me and it's not as exciting as it was before because you were in and out of the country every four days. Actually, that's really true. I do find that we would always have sex when we got together because it was going to be a few days before we could see each other again. And now I know that I have you every day. And so the economy of scarcity, mm-hmm. marketing Just out board, the window. No, and I still want it. Like I don't, uh, so to be honest, I don't like to go a long time without sex. Like I don't like to go a week without of it. I, I don't even like to go five days without it. Uh, I also don't need it every day or want it every day. Sometimes I do. I, I Like one thing that happens for me is that if we have sex, I want sex again later that day. Like I'm reminded of how good it feels. And I think you're we're, the opposite. I was just going to say we're opposites in that re- in that respect where the more you have, the more you want. And for me, it's, it's if I go a, a few days, a handful of days and we haven't, I want it more. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like I if I get my fill, mm-hmm. if you will, then I'm okay. Yeah, I know. It's always like on day three, I know he's going to roll over in the morning. What are we, four really? weeks Four weeks into this isolation? And I'm like, right on time. No. Oh, so you're tracking. I didn't <laughs> no, even know that. No, no, I'm no, just no. kidding. But I can feel it coming. And But I do notice like that we are putting ourselves in the mood, even though we haven't spoken about it. And I was thinking that we could just talk a little bit about what we do to get in the mood. I think you're more of a physical person than me. I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. I think I I really need to focus in on the physical element. I don't know if I need to focus in on the physical element first, but I need to choose something. And most importantly is to get relaxed. Mm -hmm. Because I think that if I take the time, if I think about lying down and just thinking about it, I'll get in the mood. If If I lie down and touch myself or you know like the physical sensation or touch you then I'll I'll get in the mood is that what you do while I'm in the shower you just touch yourself so you're ready to go no I don't but my point is is if I were to take the time your eyebrow went up it was my tell (laughs) but for me I think the underlying key here is is relaxation and right now it's been very very difficult for the last month because there have been a lot of things for, for everyone and again I'm very privileged to have what I have but there have been a lot of things happening that distract me from getting into that relaxation mode so you are completely correct that it's I want to do it but I have to kind of force myself into a situation where I am relaxed to, to want to do it. Right. And there are a lot of distractions for us, even though, of course, we're lucky because all of our basic needs are taken care of or more than basic, right? We have a home, we have food, we have wine, all the, all the necessities. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, neither of us can really work, right? Like I've, I've, my book has been canceled. Um, you know, I've had to return deposits, not had to, but chosen to. You can't really... I run a real estate company. Yeah, I mean, you can't sell. We're advising our the realtors that work for us and our own clients not to do anything right, right. now to mean, 
to, to reduce the spread. Right. And so when you work for yourself, there's that added pressure um, of just wondering how long this is going to last. So so you brought up a few things just to kind of summarize. So number one is just to tune into the sensations, the physical sensations. And I noticed that you you really do that. Like you, It's nice to put your body up next to me um, and just feel the the temperature, the pressure, the texture, the curves, the contours, like feel what you feel in your body. And then arousal will often follow. Touch yourself, of course, that's an option. Reach down and give yourself a hand. You might reach for a toy. Uh, you might fantasize. Do you use fantasy to get yourself in the mood? Yeah, sometimes. Listen, I, I am an equal opportunist. I'll do, use whatever I need to to get myself going. And sometimes it is fantasy. Sometimes it is touch. And sometimes it's just relaxation. So for the last few weeks, like, can you tell me what you fantasized about a little? Um. Depends on the day and putting me on the spot. I've thought about um, threesomes. I've thought about y- you, honestly. I've thought about different situations that we've been in. <laughs> it's me doing actually, the dishes? You, yeah, something hot. <laughs> no, yeah, in something. Or <laughs> a big part of lately, because our life it takes us in different directions, is being somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that being somewhere goes de- goes back to that underlying feeling, which I need, which is relaxation. And, and from there, it's easier to get into the mood. Right. So if we've got fantasy, we've got touch, we've got something to relax um, or touch yourself. And then I think a big piece of it and something that I've had to learn is to move more slowly without pressure. Because oftentimes you and I are in a rush, especially like if I'm literally passing through for the night, we don't have time for long, drawn out sessions. And so we kind of just make it happen quickly. And now that we do have the time and we have, it seems, more distractions and honestly a little bit more distress than usual, we've I've had to kind of slow down and accept that, you know, my body takes more time to, to get warmed up. And sometimes it's just about the sensual touch. And, you know, I do have a course I should plug called Mindful Sex Online. And I think it's a life changer of a video course. And it's 12 videos where we walk you through mindful exercises beginning with breathing and visualization and emotional presence and emotional mindfulness and then we move on to these different touch activities the hand caress and the facial caress and I found them really helpful just to start tuning into pleasure and slowing down before you even get to the sex so I think that what I've learned over the last few weeks is that if I want to get in the mood for sex I need to slow down I need to not expect our bodies to respond immediately and like give it a few minutes and kind of enjoy it and I'm not saying that it for me for example it's not 10 or 15 minutes but I'm a how do I say this I always thought we were just timing everything based on the the window that we had with your dad being asleep. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. Got to get it in fast. No, but I, I don't tend to need a lot of time for most things, right? I'm not a very slow moving person. Is that a fair way to I say I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to slow things down. And so that's been a big thing for me. And then the, the last piece for me is also accepting that sometimes you can just enjoy the pleasure of touch or the pleasure of being together and not have sex. And I I do find that I'm very physically drawn to you right now. Like I want to be near you and held by you and hug you and touch you and feel your hands on me in a non-sexual way. But I do find that the days when we take the time to do that, even though we're, you know, working from home, uh, I find that I'll be more open to sex later at night. I find that, I mean, I would agree with you. And I I also just think that I tend to get in my own head. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed right now with all the distractions and everything that's going on, that even as I start to get in the mood, I allow myself to drift. 
and I really need to focus back in. So those mindful sex practices that you just made reference to, and, and again, I, I realize it's a plug, have really done huge things for I should me. say where it is, at happiercouples.com, the mindful sex course. But can you tell me uh, how you bring yourself back when you get into your head? Well, it's oftentimes because I'm, I'm afraid of you know, the physical sensation, am I going to, am I going to be able to maintain what I'm doing? Um, and then I start snowballing from there. I have to just think about the the sensation. Like I literally just have to think about how I'm feeling. It's that idea of grounding yourself. You know, when they say, if you're having that anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, put your feet on the ground, wiggle your toes. So applying those same principles to sex, I'm kind of like, what's the sensation that I'm feeling right now in a part of my body? We used to call that, you know, sensate focus, yeah. right? Like just tuning in to the physical sensations. And if you're not as much a physical touch person, you might tune into the sounds, hmm. right? So I really tune into sounds, especially like if you're saying something to me because I love the sound of your voice. Yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> no. Hey. No, not that one. But I do find that like, I'm more, it's, it's the sounds that I really huh. enjoy. Interesting. And some people are more visual, right? Like they just like to look and see what's happening at the time. Yeah, I think I'm a combination of both. Sometimes it's visual and then on, honestly, throughout, it will change. It will become auditory. Mm. It's how you're, what the noises that you're making are. Well, we've never ever been able to make noise before because we've never no. been alone in the house. It's been over a decade since we've yeah. been alone in the house. So this is like something new. Actually, we should talk about that. Are you making more noise? Absolutely making more noise. I wonder how our neighbors feel. No, and we're not that loud. No, not at all. But are you like, do you find that it? It's unnatural because you had to stifle your sounds for oh, so long. Absolutely. I, I, it's the other night we had sex and I made noise knowing that I could make noise. And it's not that I was grunting or groaning or anything. Ooh, Just ooh, yeah, I was. I was ooh, making ooh, uh, ooh, chimpanzee ooh. noises. Uh, but it was more about having sex. I was able to make noise. I could move around without worrying about waking someone up or someone hearing or going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And again, I get that some of these are my own hangups, but mm-hmm. that was very different. So I think, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to leave it there. I think we're hopefully giving you some ideas to get into the mood for sex when you're not from fantasy to touching yourself, to touching your partner, to sensate focus, to moving slowly with no pressure, to doing what it takes to relax. And then also being, you know, forgiving of yourself or Forgiving is not the word, but flexible. So if yeah. sometimes you get in the mood, you do. And if you don't, that's okay too. So, uh, you know, I never want to add to the pressure of, well, you're at home during a pandemic, have the hottest sex of your life. No, this isn't the time for, you know, new medals or achievements or performance. This is really gold star or something. Gold star, exactly. No, just really uh, be okay with what you're feeling and be open to it if it's something you want to do. And if also, really importantly, if you don't want to have sex right now, don't have sex not a big deal. This is for the, you know, the insights or our experience that we're sharing is for folks who aren't in the mood, but want to get in the mood. If you're not in the mood and you don't want to get in the mood, that's okay too. Just make sure you know, if you, if you do have a partner, you're maintaining a connection with them in other ways. And if you are on your own, that you're taking care of yourself in in other ways, it doesn't have to be sexually. So that's our quickie, as quickie as we can get it. I'm going to get it down to seven minutes soon. I swear. Oh, the podcast or the sex? <laughs> Seven minutes. Jeez, three times. I know, really. <laughs> three times the podcast. Thank you so much to, for listening. Thanks for chatting, babe. Thank you. And yeah, if you are interested in any of the online video courses, including we have we have a free one, check out happiercouples.com. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. 